Angela Yee and Charlemagne the God. The, the Breakfast Club, bitches. <laughs> the voice of the culture. People watch The Breakfast Club for, like, news and really be tuned in. It's one of my favorite shows to do just because y'all always keep it 100, y'all keep it real. They might not watch the news, but they're on Twitter. They're on Facebook. They're, you know, they're listening to The Breakfast, the Breakfast Club. Get your ass up. Get it, pick up the mother, mother phone and dial your time to get it off your chest, whether you're mad or blessed. Say it with your chest. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. So you better have the same energy. Yeah. Hello, who's this? Yeah, this your boy, you dog. You dog. You dog. What's up, you dog? Yeah, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? You know, what's up? What's up with y'all, man? What's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? Uh, Ashley Yee, Charlamagne, DJ Envy. What's, what's up, happening, bro? bro? It says you've been, you've been sober for 40 days? 40 days, man. I've been clean 40 days, man. Congrats, man. Thank you, thank you. Appreciate it. I don't, I, I don't know why we congratulating him on it. Why? I mean, you know. What you mean? What, what, what you mean? Sober off you what? You got to tell me what you were sober off for 20 days. Uh, f***ing off. See, you see what I'm saying? Y'all just be like, congratulations. Don't even ask me well, what he is. Congratulations. He's yeah. trying to okay. stop himself. No he doubt. wants to stop masturbating. Yeah. He's stopping right. 40 days. No doubt. Okay. Yeah, man. I'm saying, like, I came a long way, man. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, you All right. Know, like, it's, it's, it's been really hard for me. Mm-hmm. And, I'm sure it's hard. It's been, it's been a long 40 days. And, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm you know, I just want to. Let me ask you a question. If you hear that. If you use another yeah. guy's hand to, 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 to masturbate, is that uh, a relapse? <laughs> is, that, is that cool? No. It's no, cool. That, that, that is. That doesn't count. Um, yeah. Yeah, so you can do it. Yeah, that is cool. You trying to make up an offer? No, I'm just saying. You can get a <laughs> job from another guy. I wouldn't count, right? Yeah. You can't I, I, say I'm that, not you, bro, so I can't do that. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. Well, you have a good one, man. Charlamagne makes your offer. You better accept. Hello, not who's this? Not an officer. My boy, what's happening with y'all, bro? I'm not blood, Me cuz. No, I'm neither. I'm just playing. I'm playing. I'm neither. I'm nothing. Okay. What's up, bro? Right, bro you, uh, in, in the bay, you, you say both. That joint don't matter. Hey, um, hey, for real. So, so, Envy, I wanted to pick your brain, bro. Like, really, I'm trying to get into the real estate game a little bit more. I'll be flipping cars <clears throat> and stuff like that a little bit right now. And so I probably got about like 10, 15 racks, like just kind of off to the side. I'm trying to see which way to kind of jump in that. You know what I'm saying? Where you from? Uh, me? I'm from the Bay. I'm from the Oakland area. Oh, you're from Oakland. Okay, the Bay Area. Yes. All right, just e- email me, all right? Uh, Caesar and DJ MV at Gmail. All right. And and um, hey, I'll try to hit you after the show and, and, and talk to you what your options are and everything like that. How's your credit? So it's going to be about 700 by next month. I paid off. You know, 700 by next month. What is it this month, brother? 680. You know okay, yeah, you good. 680 good. 680, you can get some stuff done. And you got a good job? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. you got 15 to the side. Yep, I, I, we can make yeah. some things happen to you. I'll I, I get a lender on the phone for you. We'll find you some properties. You'll be good money. You said Caesar and who? Wait, <laughs> you said Caesar, Caesar and Envy or Caesar and DJ Envy? Caesar and DJ Envy at Gmail, brother. All right, bet. Hello, who's this? Jay. Jay, what's up? Get it off your chest, bro. Man, I just want to tell y'all, man, I love what y'all doing, man. Y'all keep it real, keep it real every day. Hey, we all appreciate right. you, okay, my brother. Okay, that was nice. To the point. That's all you got? Uh, nah, man, I want to shout out my s***. I'm out of well since I'm on the biggest radio station in the world, man. Okay, okay. Shout out. Shout out to Instagram, J-Skitso, J-A-Y-S-K-I-T-S-O. Man, y'all follow me, man. You know, I'm with everybody that know me in the city, man. All right, brother. Hello, who's this? Hi, this is Jessica. How are you? Hey, Jess. Get it off your chest. I listen to you guys every morning, but I need to get something off my chest this morning. Um, I'm a nurse, and I love what I do, Um, but I need to put on blast some of my night coworkers. Um, they're just very unhappy people. Mm. And I just don't know why they would want to be nurses if they're that miserable. Right. 
Mm-hmm. I can't stand being around unhappy people and people that complain about everything but don't do anything about it. If you're so unhappy, it's change your situation. Even, you know what? It's just not even complaining. It's just a whole vibe. Like, they don't say hi. They're just mm. not nice. Have you ever thought that maybe it could be you? Maybe they're happy on another no, shift when you're not she around? Sounds, she sounds happy. Nah, yeah. nah. It's it's like this 24-7, whether I'm there, not there. They're just always just an unhappy group of people, and that's putting it very nicely. Well, you avoid the unhappy. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, thank you, guys. Thank you so much. You have a good one. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us up right now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Wake up, wake up. This is your time to get it off your chest. Whether you're mad or blessed, we want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? Hello. Hey, what's your name, bro? Oh, my God, bro. I got through. Oh, my name is Will. Will, what's up? Get it off your chest, Will. Uh, first, what's up? Envy, what's up? Angela Yee, so good. Hey. bro. What's good? What's up, up my guy? How are you? God, bro. I'm Oh, my bad. Sorry, I didn't hear Oh, that. my gosh. What's and going on? I'm black, and you know what I'm saying? Um, I just wanted to say, man, I appreciate everything y'all do, man. Y'all so inspirational. Y'all are part of my everyday routine. And, um, man, y'all motivate me. Y'all help y'all make every day easier to keep going. Thank you, bro. All right, thank you. That's dope. I feel that way about y'all. I'm Hello. dead serious. Hello, who's this? Ariola. Hey. Oh, my God. Hey, Ariola. Hey, get it off your chest. Hey, no, Ariola, Charlemagne, this is Ariel. Oh, Ariel, I'm DJ sorry. MD. Hey, little mermaid. <laughs> hey, DJ MD. Hey, Angela Yee. Hey, Ariel. Hey, boo. I've been trying to call y'all for years. Oh my gosh, it's so exciting. We so old. So, I'm not. I'm only 27. Anyway. So I said we old because you said you've been trying to call us for years. Go ahead, honey. Yeah, I have. So I'm calling from Orlando, Florida. I moved here from Gainesville three years ago. Um. But I've been trying to call y'all DJ Envy. I've been DMing you on Instagram because I have a homeboy who, like, he do music and he's really good. His name is Eminence Pro. He has a project out. It's called Warm Night Full Heart. And then I have another homeboy named Kendall, but he goes by facts only. And he has a project out called Legalized Melanin. And he also has a dope-ass, I mean, dope song called uh, Pam Greer. And it is Really, really dope. Where do we go I listen, boo? You can listen to both of them on Apple Music. Facts only is F A K K S, and then only, and then Eminence Pro is E M I N E T E T R O. Okay. How much you paying you for promo? Nothing like these my boys have been friends since middle school. Okay, that's okay. dope. Well, thank you for calling, Mama. Yes, I'm, I've been trying to call y'all for years. I'm so excited, and I'm a nurse at Orlando Regional Medical Center. So, okay, shout out to you, Ariel. Well, thank you, Ariel. Rick, good morning, Rick. Yo, what's up, Envy? What's up, Angela? What's up, Charlamagne? Good morning. What's, what's up, up, Rick? Brother? What's up, man? Why you mad, bro? Hey, what's up? Yo, so Charlamagne, you've been in uh, the New York traffic area for a very long time, my man. You, you came here in the early 2000s. New York has, has been allowed for you. You're not allowed to undermine any more New York teams, man. <laughs> you, you don't undermine the Nets. You don't undermine the Knicks anymore, man. Every time the Knicks and Nets get mentioned, you, they suck, they suck. You're not allowed to say that. Well, first, can I ask, can I, can I ask you a question? Can I ask you a question? <laughs> What's up? Do the New York Knicks suck? 
That, but I'm a New Yorker. I can say that. <laughs> I mean, hey, can, I, can I ask you another question? Can I ask you another question? Do the New York Giants suck? No, they don't. Now, I'm never gonna admit that to you. Are you crazy? Oh, okay. Well, you know, crazy. Well, one thing, one thing I will say about New Yorkers, and I love New York. A lot of y'all are very delusional. We are. So, if you love New York so much, why don't you embrace your New Yorkness? You are a New Yorker now. I love New York. I pay taxes here, but I am a Dallas Cowboy fan. Good you try, know, Rick. That, that makes you such a bad person. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Such a bad person. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us up now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. That makes you a bad person. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We got a special guest in the building. Yes, sir. Andre Iguodala. Welcome back, sir. It's good to be back. Man, you should be somewhere relaxing after that long ass season, but you out here promoting your new book. First book. First one. Yeah. First book. The Six Man. The Six Man. Why okay. a memoir? Why now, man? I think it was just good timing, especially with uh, the run we've been on. We were kind of the poster child of the league as far as, you know, people really loving us and what we did for the game and then being on the opposite side of and that. And they hate y'all ass. And then they hate you for having too much success. So um, just for me, it was more therapeutic. And I had a lot of young kids, uh, young guys in the league, uh, ask me for advice. And mm -hmm. it's kind of surprising. You know, you get uh, people that look up to you, but you're still playing. It's still You're still competing against them. So um, all those things uh, I feel like it's kind of a way to give back to the because it's a new age athlete coming up, especially for the black athlete. You know, we're being exploited more than ever. NCAA, uh, AAU, and kind of how I navigated through the whole thing. It's kind of like there's no uh, navigational tools for guys to kind of, you know, get to the league. Uh, they're they're kind of being pimped throughout the whole process from, mm -hmm. you know, age 11 when they're a phenom. Let's talk about the navigation part. You were saying, you know, we get exploited a lot, mm -hmm. you know, and, and a lot of us have sons and daughters that want to play basketball and, it's a tough process. So what do you suggest that people do? You know, because the only thing we know is AAU right. and high school and right. to the college, and it's, it's, we never get anything. Well, I've had many conversations, and my son plays ball. Um, it's funny. He's at Duke camp right now. Mm -hmm. Wow. You know, and um, he's, he, he's, he grew up different than I did. He grew up different than we did. And, he grew up and, privileged. Right. And the one thing I give to the kids and the parents that grew up similar to the way we did is, you got to do it for fun. You got to do it because you love it. Mm -hmm. And I always say these kids nowadays are living their parents' dreams. Correct. And that's what always derails them. Or no matter where they get, either if they don't make it, the parents derailed them. Another reason why they didn't make it. Or when they do make it, the parents are the reason why they're having mental issues. Problems. Or they're spending all the money. Or they're going broke. Or they're having all the family problems. Is because, you know, they did it for all the wrong reasons. So for me, it's like, listen, just let the, the kids going to make it or not make it. Regardless, like you have nothing to do with that. Like you can support them as a parent, and that's going to help them mentally. But you know, there's a, there's a lot of things that we can do differently, and exploiting the kid is that's the worst reason to get them into the sport. So what about creating our own spaces, we talk about that a lot. And I even look at colleges, and I and I look at you know, just imagine if we had one star, we have an HBCU. Uh, Forty million dollar slaves. You spoke about that in that book. What if the Fab Five all went to a historically black university? Or college instead of going to Michigan, they changed the course of history. You know, they did it with black socks and black Nikes. They could have changed the course of history. And I was just talking uh, to one of the interns. Uh, she was talking about. She was talking about. I said, I wish I would have took a visit to Howard. Well, black people, we have a tendency to think white ice is cold. Right, but that's just the way we see it. Like we grow up, you, you know, growing up, I saw Michael Jordan, the Fab Five. I was like, they were like gods to me. So it was like, you think that's the only way that you can go to make it, and 
David West, close teammate of mine, uh, he's trying to change the trajectory or the course of what we can do. He's got the uh, he got a league where instead of going to college uh, through the NCAA, you can go through this league where they give you uh, financial services as far as uh, financial education. You can actually make money off your likeness. Um, it's just a different avenue. And they give you a percentage off your jersey and right, things like give, that, right? Right, right, right. But they're teaching you all these tools as well because that's one thing I talk about in the book is we all were exploited in the NCAA, especially if you went to a big school. I went to the University of Arizona, and I remember seeing the report, the largest schools uh, in terms of uh, revenue, basketball mm -hmm. teams bought to the school. We were number two. And the reason why this, the, the athletic department ran was because of the basketball team. And then I, it was funny. I would go to practice, and then the volleyball coach would be like, Coach, you know, you guys got – uh, Carl Blanche on practice time. I know who pays the bills around here. But I would go a week when I had like $10 and I had to make $10 last right. food for that week. It was like... And you an athlete. My jersey was in the store. Like number oh, 24 was in the store. I would think they would feed y'all just to keep y'all healthy. <laughs> well, they changed the rules now okay. where they get unlimited food. But when I was there, you only got food on game days or Damn. you got food sometimes at the practice or whatever. But other than that, you know, you was on... A, you, and then, but you got the head of the NCAA. You know, you can look up his salary right now. He's a millionaire. Yeah. You know, so it's just it's just a system and how it's been so far. Now, people are saying that the, the Warriors are over, that the dynasty is over. What Nobody said think? that with Drake. Right. What right. do you think? Got two men down maybe next year? Clay will be back soon. KD will be back to form. If he signs. But he'll be back to form. Okay. But um, uh, hopefully he'll be back. Uh, he might be out all next year. But we, you saw what we did in the finals. You know, we was right there. Mm -hmm. And we were, like, really, we, we had three guys break something. And we still had an opportunity. We were one possession away from pushing it to a game seven. So we'll be fine. Um, big free agency this summer. So we'll be all right. All right. We have more with Andre Iguodala. When we come back, don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the God. We are The Breakfast Club. We're still kicking it with Andre Iguodala from the Golden State Warriors. Charlemagne? Do the Warriors organization take any blame for what happened to Kitty? Or should they? Because you're talking in the book about, you know, right. sacrificing your body so, for these so, organizations. So that's a really good question. I don't think his injury was the reason before the other, of the other injury because uh, the way the body set up, the calf should have went out first before the Achilles. So mm -hmm. that was like an act of God. Like the Achilles was just going to go out no matter if he was injured before that or not. But I talk about in the book, you know, what's your body worth? You know, all, you, all I hear is play one year longer than you can. But at the same time, it's like you all want to have Certain lifestyle when I'm done playing, you know, them knees go quick. So, so you don't you don't think the Warriors had any responsibility with maybe pushing KD out there too soon? That's a tough part too. You think about it. We have a really good training staff. I, I you know, I give credit where credit's due. Our training staff is one of the best in the world, and I feel like they got them back. The tough thing is, is when you're an athlete and you're hurt, everybody's looking at you sideways. Mm -hmm. And then being his teammate is harder. Because everyone's feeding stuff in our head when Katie coming back, when Katie coming mm -hmm. back. And the I'm fact like, that it's the finals. That's what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. Now, whatever happened to Maul? Because he, he put that team together, it seems like, and then nobody ever gave him a chance again, which is seems weird. We were just talking about that, about that this morning. And, like, we were huge fans of Mark, the players. He was the ultimate players coach. That, that, that was, I mean, he pretty much put that team together. Like, that's, that's when we first started hearing about the Warriors. And then it was like... He got let go, and then no other team gave him a shot. And I talk about it in the book as far as he was, like, one of my favorite coaches of all time. It was like, come in, compete, play hard. But I feel like just the politics of it, man, and... When you say politics, what do you mean? I know they, they used to be upset because he was too religious, they said. Did he make y'all go to church? That was a rumor that he made y'all go to nah, church. No, he, oh. he didn't make us go to church. Like, he offered it to us, and we all went as a team because okay. we got a team bunch of believers, so we went to church. Like, we was going to church regardless. Mm -hmm. But... 
it was the politics, and then you know how it is. When they, once they want you out, they gonna find something. And then you know, one particular issue was, from what I heard, was his views on gender or marriage or uh, what the Bible said mm-hmm. on your sexuality. Okay. And our head of our business, who he just went to the Hall of Fame. He was he was the brains behind All Star Weekend. Like this dude, he created the All Star Weekend. Mm-hmm. Rick Welch, like genius business, and and he's gay. Mm-hmm. So there was conflicts with that. That was widespread. Everyone was talking about that. And uh, it's interesting. Someone mentioned it to me. He was like, when people can express themselves, but are you allowed to express yourself that you don't agree with it? You should accept it because we should all accept each other. But it's like we're afraid to really say our beliefs mm-hmm. now. Like, you, you may not believe in something, but, you know, you still embrace that or you have respect for them. or It's as long as you don't disrespect them or judge them. Correct. It was that and on top of, you know, he might have issues with ownership. That was the that was a crazy part. Like he didn't have a good relationship with the ownership, and that's not gonna work. That ain't gonna never work. But no yeah. other team picked him up. Think about it. Not one other team. Well, it just shows crazy. How, it just shows how in line the ownership group is. They all together. They care about one thing: money. That bottom line. Mm-hmm. You think Mark Jackson's blackballed from the NBA? I do. Yes. Really? Yes. Yeah, absolutely. I wow. Think so too. But well, we appreciate you for joining us. Yeah, Pick man. Pick up the book, Six Man. And KD and Clay coming back next year. Pretty sure. Pretty sure. Pretty sure. KD too? I think KD's coming back. Yeah. I hope he does. I mean, we want him to come back. Prior to the injury, did you think he was leaving or going? I, I didn't know. But that's the hard part, too. It's like every day we had to deal with that. Like the whole year you had to deal with this KD coming back. It was like, man, like, man, I hope so, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, what you want me to say? But at the same time, it was like, you know, where there's smoke, there's a fire. So mm-hmm. it's like, well, who's putting out these reports? Sometimes they're fake. You don't know what's what. You know, it's the drama of the NBA. So. I heard they going to the Knicks, though. That's what I heard. I don't know, man. I, th- I personally think y'all going to strike out. <laughs> yeah, I agree with you. <laughs> All right, it's Andre Iguodala. It's a breakfast club. Good morning. DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Now, if you just joined us, we're asking, have you ever caught your parents having sex at- or... Have your kids ever caught you having sex? Now, this topic comes from Shout to the Bully and the Beast podcast, L'Oreal and Wax. Let's play the audio. Have you ever been caught by... Uh... Oh, plenty, plenty. I got caught plenty. I got caught by moms, grandmoms, brothers. So, <laughs> I was with my friend. Okay. It was 3 o'clock in the morning, let me just say, and I was in a room with a door that was unlocked. My son comes in because I guess he heard some noise. All I hear is, Mommy, that is very inappropriate. I am calling my mom. Good. What did your friend say? He was like, he was like, you should have yelled at him so he could think something's wrong. I'm like, I was in f-ing shock. So we're asking 800 585 My kids have never walked in and caught us, but my daughter has texted uh, us and said, guys, I'm still up. Guys, I'm So you checked up. your text during sex? No, this was after. When we checked in, uh, you could see the text. It was like, guys, I'm still up. The next morning, she asked mommy, mommy, what was you doing to daddy last night? He was making so much noise. Shut up. It sounded like he was in pain. Shut up. <laughs> yeah, have you ever caught your parents having sex? Uh, I think so. I never walked in on them, but I've heard them, and it's because I was... Uh, Sneaking downstairs in the house. My my room was all the way on the third floor, so I was creeping downstairs past their room. The door was closed, and I heard some conversation. It didn't sound like it was fun, though. What conversation did you hear? I don't know. It sounded like they were having sex, but you know how, like, you're tired and you don't really feel like it? <laughs> That's what it sounded like. Okay. What about you, Charlemagne? No, I uh, I think I I don't remember. I mean, I might have caught my parents having sex one time, but it wasn't like a caught thing. It's like you know, you you, you, you used to have a ranch style house. In uh, Monk's Corner, and you you know you walk in the door and you peek in and you see them under the covers and you just back away because you know you know you seeing something you ain't got no business seeing. But my kids have never caught me. 
simply because I'm not poor and I got locks on my door. Apologies to all those who can't afford locks. Get your money up, King. All right? Your kids would have never caught you if you wasn't a poor-ass nigga who could afford locks. I'm, what? I'm sure right? there's some people out there that could afford locks that have locks on their doors. Anyway. Well, then lock the goddamn door, then. It's just that simple. Let's go to the phone lines. Hello, who's this? Hey, it's DJ from uh, Houston. I'm from Cali, but I live in Houston. What's up, brother? What's going on with you? What's going on, man? Yeah, I caught my parents having sex. Well, it wasn't my parents. It was like my mom's and her boyfriend. Damn. I was like 19. I ain't really like the dude, but I'm like, I knocked on the door like, hey, man, what, like, is it cool? <laughs> like, my, I got to ask you a question. She was like, hold on. I'm like, I, so I just hold walked up. away. <laughs> wow. So a dude you didn't like was knocking down your mom's, and you, that, you, that, you had that image in your, your head forever. Was he putting it down? Yeah, bro. I still got it. I don't know. Like, it sounds like, like it, see... Charlamagne, you always got to ask that, man. <laughs> what you mean? I asked you a question. I do. Was he putting it down? Listen, mommy got to have a life, too, bro. It's, I, I feel you on that. It sounded like it sounded like he was, but he, he She was making noise? She was moaning? Yeah, bro. Damn. Wow. I, I, I had to knock on the door to kind of break it up real quick. <laughs> I'm, I don't know if you rap, bro, but that'd be a great rap song, Mommy Moaning, and just the perspective of a, a, parent, a, a, a kid catching their parent having sex. I'm serious. Hello, who's this? Good morning. This is Ricardo Hanley Jr. from Yonkers. Ricardo Haley Jr., man. You ever walked in on your parents having sex? Tell us about Ricardo Haley Sr. putting it down. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> nah, I ain't never seen Pops or Mom get it in, but I got a one-year-old. I was giving my shorty some back shot. He walked in with the stun face. I'm talking about he looked shocked like I was hurting her or something. I mean, he probably you know, thought you were hurting hopefully her. Hopefully you were hurting screaming? her, you know, some, some, some nice, pleasurable pain. You know, I, I, I was putting that pain in, but I'm saying at the same time, you know, like, come on, man, this is love. This is love. Did, you, is love. did you stop? Did, did you, you stop, stop? though? Yeah, nah, I pulled out real quick, snatched him up, took him to the crib. You know, I I, I couldn't even bust that. Yeah, you got to tell, you gotta oh, tell him, like, gracious. look, man, you keep interrupting me. You're never going to have a sibling, my G. <laughs> That's a fact, yo. <laughs> my G. You siblings, too, because I need a babysitter, man. Oh, my goodness. All right, brother. Hello, who's this? Okay. Nisha. Hey, Nisha. You Hi. caught your parents having sex or your kids caught you? I caught my parents. So what happened? You sound mad, too. Under the bed, right? And my mom was on her knees, and then she looked me in my eye. Wait, wait, wait. You was I... under the bed? <laughs> yeah. Why what was you, you under the bed? Under the bed? My, my mom, I want to know what they was doing in there. To hear my mom say, oh, daddy, oh, daddy. I'm like, but I call him daddy. And I, I see why she was saying, oh, my daddy. Yo, you sound oh wild God. incestual right now. So wait, wait. And you wanted to see that because you actually hid under the bed. And what if that man would have pulled? What if that man would have pulled out and let that let that stuff f f fall towards the oh carpet? And you, just, oh and, you, and you just happened to be looking up at that. So hold on, Charlamagne. Let me let me let you know something. First of all, when, and you playing Nintendo, and you hear these. We in a, we in an apartment building. Our walls is really thin. You hear these stupid noises. You want to be like, wait, hold on. What's going on here? No, you mind so your business. That's that goddamn boogeyman your parents keep telling you about. And that well, little my daddy said there's no such thing as the boogeyman. Hello. Well, well, you saw the boogeyman that night. He was boogieing all over your was mama, wasn't he? I was traumatized. I was so traumatized. Like, oh, my God. Like, oh, my God. And that was your daddy. That was your That's father. what your mama was saying, too, when your dad was. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> Why are y'all 
so crazy? Y'all are crazy. Thank why y'all so crazy? What's the moral why of the story, Why y'all listening so crazy? Why and then they wonder so why I'm crazy. What's the moral it's of the story? It's your fault. There's no moral of the story. These are the stories. <laughs> lock, the, yeah, lock the goddamn door, you poor ass. Locks ain't that expensive, bro. That's all right? They no, they're they not, man. man. Lock the goddamn door. Buy some locks for your door and lock the door before you do it. It's just that simple. Or put the chair up behind the door or something. All lock right. it and put a chair behind the door? I've done that before. <laughs> just put the chair just so it makes noise so you know what's going on so they can't sneak up on you. Yeah, that's when you was poor, huh? <laughs> <You> know, <laughs> that's when you was a pole. All right, we got more coming up next. We're The Breakfast Club. EJ, Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne Tha Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We have Jill Marie Jones and the creators of Monogamy here. Welcome, guys. Good morning. Good morning. Now, now it's been uh, two seasons of Monogamy so far, right? Yeah, yeah, this is our second season. Yeah. And there's this uh, swap therapy yes. that you guys do on Monogamy to help in your relationships, in your marriages. Exactly what is right. swap therapy? It's basically when you swap spouses in an effort to get distance from a relationship, to get a perspective on it, to heal it. So it's like sanctioned infidelity, basically. Well, it's it's more about mirror, isn't it? Yes. I think. Yeah, It's absolutely. more about looking into a mirror and saying, the reflection of that I see, is that actually who I want to be? Mm -hmm. Yes. Um, also, too, um, characters that think a certain way, um, and then they go into the experiment and realize it was better at home. They just mm -hmm. didn't appreciate it. Mm -hmm. But right. then there's also two characters that saw what they thought they saw and then end up finding something new. So that ain't monogamy. What is this show about? <laughs> <laughs> I always said, I always, I always said that monogamy should have a question mark at the end of it. I always say that the what is monogamy? Yeah. Can one person be your everything and should they should they be? For example, mm -hmm. and what we were just talking about. If there was a space where my husband could feel attracted to a woman and feel free enough to come and tell me, and we share in that together. Could that lessen the fact that he goes out and steps out on me? It's the secrets, and you're not given a platform to be who you are. If he's attracted to someone, tell me, babe. Well, Let's that, talk well, about uh, it. Is that real life for you? Yeah. It's real life okay, for Okay, so yes. explain it, because now I got, now oh, let's okay. get so you know, now. You can be, be, right? be attracted to another woman. Like a man can be attracted to another woman, but you don't, you're not going to let him go sleep with the other woman. Some people do. Some people do. Yeah, that's what the point is. Like, do you feel free enough that you could come to your wife and say, babe, or, you know, any man or any person? Regardless of what happens after that. Yeah, like, do you, is there a space where you can be who you are? Because we have this idea that you get married, you're not attracted to people, you shouldn't feel things. Now, there's nothing wrong with honoring your commitment because we do honor that, mm -hmm. but honor who you are as a human. Like, we're not dead. We feel people. We're connected to people. We're attracted to people. So let there be space for that and maybe, just maybe, that'll cut down the lies and the deception. Really? So, yes. Because I don't think, like, I've never thought that that was a problem, being attracted to another woman or my woman saying another guy is attractive. That's never the problem. It's when you actually go act on that and I agree. sleep with that person. I agree. I think it starts well, it there, could, I mean... Well, Everybody's the perception different. is you're not supposed Everybody's to talk different. about it. That's not right. supposed to be yeah, put yeah. on the table. Really? And I think that's what you we're don't talking think so? about. I mean, do you feel you, like it's you okay? feel like that it's okay to put that on the table in your relationship? That that you can you I can. Mean, say? I'm not gonna sit around and lust over a woman and be like, "Yo, I want to hit that." But right. I might be like, "Oh, she's pretty." Or my wife might be like, "Yo, she, he's handsome." That's cool. So do you fight your thoughts if you're yes, thinking? Because exactly. right. maybe you in your head you do lust. Right. Do you stop yourself from thinking that? Do you fight it or do you allow yourself? Do you think about what you're gonna say so that you know is it the right time? Is it the you know is it the is he, how far should I go when mm -hmm. I when I speak about this? So, yeah, I, I think... And there's certain women that we both can agree are bad. Like, you might right. see Angela Bassett and you and your wife oh, would be like, yo. Uh -huh. Right. 
Both of y'all be like that. Right. Now, right. I want to talk about y'all relationship, though, as creators of this show. Uh-huh. I want to know, what is your relationship like and what are your thoughts? Because watching this show, watching monogamy and seeing the aftermath of the whole swap therapy and uh, seeing the different relationships and, you know, the struggles that people have been having in their mm. marriages. What made you guys come up with this and what is your real relationship like? Mm. Well, that's a, that's a that's lot a of questions. Lot. All right. I love so that. <laughs> how we first came up with it was basically... Pillow talk. In the bed, yeah. We were just the two of us. Thinking about swapping? Okay, just Just the two of us. Y'all thinking about swapping, huh? I think think my husband annoyed me something. Like he was handling business on the phone. I was like, babe, like we have to stop. And he said something like, well, I'm sure your perfect dude would put down his phone and something, fill in the blank. So that's where it started. So it kind of started. I said, okay, well, your perfect woman would, you know, would allow you to do this and you'd be alone. And then then we kept talking about it and we like, well, you know, what would that look like if we evolve that into something else could we be with other people and our marriage withstand that withhold that like withhold it would we be okay if he and i were put in two separate environments for two months could we maintain the integrity of our well, relationship two months wasn't there at first we, we, we didn't know mm-hmm. that at first but we just we're it, thinking for a time yeah, you try it just it? came we didn't we have not tried it no, no. i think you guys should no no i think we should no no that's I, gonna be I, season I, three I was, yeah. to, I was about to say it but i love uh, you guys so much i don't want you to do it yeah because i feel like maybe it wouldn't be a bad idea to see what that's like because no why are y'all doing this the show no why are y'all putting this in the ecosystem well because we feel like i felt like traditional marriage was dying so we, what i really wanted to do was put a different spin on on what marriage could be Mm-hmm. Right. And I just felt like marriage doesn't not have to be what the box that we put it, that I felt like we've put it in. There's always a good idea to get a perspective to self-reflect. And I don't think we do that enough in relationships. Um, intimacy, into me you see, is about like really going deep. And that's the point of marriage. So we wanted to create this, this specialized environment where, where couples could do that. And I feel like marriages would survive and thrive if we actually started to look at, at a lot of our pain points, things that we don't want to talk about. For you, Jill Marie Jones, has your thoughts on marriage changed <laughs> from doing from doing two seasons of monogamy? Have your have your thoughts changed? You know, like I don't know if I'll ever get married. I mean, just by choice, you know. But maybe if he's worth it, you mm-hmm. know, he has to come with something, you right. know, like not marriage I, for the sake of just saying I'm no, married, no, well, but marriage well, because I mean, you want to, right? Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, I love the exploration of this. I could never do mm-hmm. it, you know, <laughs> in my life. You know what's scary about marriage to me is that I have a lot more friends who are unhappily married than happily married. Right. Yeah. Right. And I know way more why people. Is that? Why do you feel why the same that? way, right? No, why do you think that is? Like, why? I think it is that I don't think you ask the right questions when you're dating people. Mm. Like, it's crazy to me that I have friends that they're in like two-year relationships and they don't even know if the guy wants kids, if, if she wants kids. Mm, like, I mean, mm, they're not mm, having like the right mm, conversation. So then they are in these relationships mm-hmm. that end up lasting, lasting, lasting. So you're mm. like three years in. And then like, what's next? Okay, right. well, society says marriage is next. Okay. Right, right, right. So then they propose and they are in this marriage, but they don't really ask the right questions. They're mm-hmm. not really getting to know the real person. I agree. That's right. what I think. And, and I also else- think there's problems that you have when you're dating that you think if you get married, married they'll, they'll go away. Yep. Same thing with kids. It's crazy that Brian White's character on our show I actually relate. I didn't know that I would relate it to this character. I was like watching. It, I was like, "Oh my god!" Like That's I relate. Me. That's mm-hmm. that was me in my twenties. Mm-hmm. Like I was saving like <laughs> dudes that didn't <laughs> even ask to be saved. Right. You had it like that, girl. 
yeah, you know. Exactly. Yeah, I was just like, I will help you. I will help you through it, you know. But I didn't realize mm-hmm. how emasculating that can be. Mm-hmm. On that the flip was. side, they say a, a, a great woman can make a man great. So I right. think maybe I think a lot of guys balance, might though. be expecting that. But too you have much. to make a man I, great I in the way that yeah, you do too much. Sometimes I think I was he can feel and move so that he feels supported. If you do it in a way that he does not feel supported, then you're not. Making you're him not great. making him great. What you are is making him dependent. Say it again. What you are is you're making him, him dependent. dependent. And well, that is what, what, what my husband... Then he that, takes you for that, granted after yep, a while, uh, and then yep. you're just doing these things, and then, yep. and then yeah. you start feeling like, damn, I done did all this, and right. then... Right, right, right. And, <laughs> and he's then, thinking, yeah. I didn't ask you to do anything. Exactly. Which so, both are fair statements. Yeah, both yeah. are fair. Well, yeah. I think men only say that when the woman starts throwing it up in their face. When the woman starts throwing in their face everything she's done for him, then the man might say, well, I didn't ask you to do all that. Well, but I think you appreciate the support if it's real, genuine support. I guess the question well, is, is it real, is it genuine, real genuine, genuine support? support? All right, we got more with the creators of Monogamy and Jill Marie Jones. So don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Everybody, it's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne Tha God. We are The Breakfast Club. We have Jill Marie Jones and the creators of Monogamy here. The best <laughs> advice I got when I was getting married, Shamin Bernard, shout out to her. Um, she said to me, let it be okay for your husband to say no. Right. And that really hit me. That because Say no to what, though? Whatever. Whatever. Like, that he should be able to, because the idea is that, well, if you love me, you will do blank. And right. if you don't, then there's an absence of love. And right. that's that's unfair, I think, sometimes, that we put on people. I had a hard time with that. With saying no? I had a hard time with saying no to yeah, my wife. Yeah, he did. I'm, trying to, I'm trying to think of a reason why I would say no to my wife. Exactly. How long have you been married? I've been with my wife for 21 years. We've been married for five. Okay. So, um, I for me, it was uh, it would be things that would just be something I couldn't do, or outside of what I what I needed to do at the moment, or or like, outside of or outside something. of the things that we needed to do, even as a couple. But I would try. I would, you know, in the beginning of our relationship, I would always say yes. Yes, 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 yes. And then, but then like resentment builds up. But then though. resentment builds up because yeah. you don't feel like, mm-hmm. you know, maybe you that's really not... say what you were really no, wanting to say. I didn't. You know what, but I, you so it's really on me. I often think that men aren't given the space to know what they want and to ask for it. Mm-hmm. I know we've struggled with that. Like, I'm very clear on what I want and I'll say, honey, I need this, this, and this. Like, do you feel like it's okay if you say, I need this and that you and that need will be met? Yes. See, I'm a very yeah. expressive person. So, okay. you know, I, I have no problem saying exactly how I feel. And I think going to therapy the past few years has definitely let me be able to convey my feelings a whole lot better. So I think the biggest arguments me and my wife have nowadays are about the kids. And I wouldn't even call them arguments. They're just healthy debates. Mm -hmm. Now, when I have discussions with my friends, one of the main things that comes up is sex Mm -hmm. and not having enough sex in their relationship. And I've heard people say, listen, I've been with, you know, we've been together. We haven't had (laughs) sex in two months. We haven't had sex in this amount of time. I don't know what's going on in this relationship. So it makes you want to run toward that. Right. And, and I'm just joking. No. <laughs> but I've, I've heard people say that a lot, like as they get into, especially in marriage. Like yeah. he yeah. sleeps on the couch or he's sleeping in the basement and watching TV. He's watching porn. I caught him doing this. You got some miserable friends. And, you know, and I Jesus get a lot of Christ. SD questions about <laughs> it. And I think this is a really common problem that people have where right. their sex drives don't align. Yeah. And they don't know why. Is he cheating on me? Is he not interested in me anymore? Is he not attracted to me? So is that something that's ever been oh, an so issue? Oh, so it's the man that that's not uh, reciprocating. <laughs> it can never be the woman. You know what, though? It, it happens both ways because I've definitely had guys say, and then I think what happens is you don't even want to initiate it because you get turned down, so then now I don't even feel like doing it anymore. And then yeah. y'all both end up not having I sex. I think you have to create a culture of closeness, and you have to really, really consciously do that. Like, 
for your for your marriage. Like that has to be like, almost like an appointment. Mm-hmm. And so I go back to. For us, we we have a scheduled time that, that we do that. <laughs> we have a for me starts mentally and emotionally. So yes. we can get that cracking at any point. Mm-hmm. And I'm just saying, we make a conscious point yeah. to do that. Penetration. Yes. Some guys, when they have sex, they don't even care about all that. They just I be think like... that's most women. I think. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah. I think a lot of, but men too. I mean, I, I mean, married men, I think. I'm assuming you got married because you want something beyond just the physical flesh fornication, right? Not all yes. the time. Not always. No. You just, Sometimes you just want, you know. I'll be honest with you, Craig. I said this yesterday. Um, I feel like the best sex I've ever had is definitely with my wife, and it's because of the emotional, spiritual connection. I, I don't no, even remember totally those physical, the physical altercations I had with women. You know right, what I mean? Right, like, right, right, right. No, no, no. I don't mean like outside your marriage, but I do mean within the marriage, within the person that you're in yeah, love sometimes with. You just wanna, sometimes you, you just want to go at it. You don't have to have all the lovey stuff. It doesn't have to be all emotional. Because the emotion's already there. It's always going to be there. Yes. Yeah. Would you say the best sex you've ever had has been with somebody you've been in love with? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wait, I, I was over here like. Would you say the best? Like, sex, wait, okay. The so. best sex you ever had has been with uh, somebody you're in love with, or can you have great sex with somebody you're not in love with? Oh. Hmm. You um, can have a different type of great sex. There's, there's varying degrees of great sex. I think. Yeah. Keep it real. I mean, yeah. You are. But you know, I keep it real too. <laughs> um. You know what? I love like. You know what's crazy, is that I've been. You know, I have a family member that has not been in the best health or whatever. So I've been like really like that's been on my soul. And then also to just work and stuff. So I've been just about Jill. Right. But like about three weeks ago, I was just like, I think I'm ready for my person again. So I'm mm-hmm. like, you know, not that I'm actively looking, but I'm, you know, I'm ready. DMs, baby. I'm your person. Right? No, <laughs> dicks, please. Right. But um, I'm a person who just likes my person. Mm-hmm. Like, I just want the one person. Right, one so, at a time. Yeah, so I would answer that to say, like, yeah, probably the best sex that I've ever had is because I love them immensely. And, yeah. and marriage is that times a hundred. Yes. To me. Yeah. That's yeah. what marriage, that's what it is when you making love a to your wife, you're like, I'm making love to my wife. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's a yes. different feeling. Has cheating ever helped a marriage? I think it can. I think it can, too, yeah. Some, Which kind of like I've seen, I've seen monogamy. Fringe, I've yeah. seen friends that they were better after. Yeah, the, because what that, happens yeah. is space opens up when you start getting authentic and honest about what you need and what you feel, and that goes back to what I was just saying in the and beginning that the we don't give ourselves permission often. It may right, be for the first, first time, time ever. ever because that's what makes it so real and juicy is when you can just show up fully as who you are. So give me all of you, the good, bad, and the ugly. Yeah. And that's, I'm not condoning that you should cheat and yeah. stay. I'm not condoning, you know, domestic violence or anything like that. Yeah. But I am creating a space where we can be fully who we are. Mm-hmm. That yeah. to me is power and love. So should second chances be allowed? Or sometimes third, fourth, fifth chances? It, I mean, it depends. It depends. The, situation. The situation. Right. But yeah, sure. If, and if, no if chance. If you're opened up by it. If you're, if, Which if, is what the, the in the monogamy in our TV show, mm-hmm. some that's couples are. That's what it does. That's, it opens people up. The infidelity opens mm-hmm. people but up. Because it, but if it doesn't, if, it, if it's just, if that is an absolute deal breaker, then... It can't move anywhere. I think it's the deception and the betrayal that comes along with yeah, it. Yeah, I think so, too. It, that is so hurtful. Um, it is embarrassing, though. Sometimes I would think that the cheating is easier than having that conversation. Yeah. 
Um, Sometimes the cheating allows you to have the conversation. Exactly. It does. And that's exactly. what we're talking about. Yeah. Do, you exactly. think, do you think that when people cheat, or maybe some people cheat, that is that a cry for help in the relationship that they're in? Or is that just... Just their guys the being guys or girls just want to be. I don't buy the guys again. being guys right. thing. I you think, think it does it mean I something I, deeper? I, I, I usually think when men cheat, it's for ego. You know what I'm saying? Like we yeah. have wounded egos, we have mm -hmm. fragile egos. Mm -hmm. You know, we trying to fill our. We trying to yeah, we trying to fill our cups with something that's just not going to ever fill mm -hmm. because the cup got a hole in the bottom. So mm -hmm. until you fix that wounded ego, mm -hmm. then you're going to do things like want to cheat. Do you feel like your marriage has helped you? Feel that wound? Absolutely. When you're being, a, when you're, when you have a good marriage mm -hmm. and you're being the, the the good husband. And what's a and good you, marriage and a good husband? I mean, me doing what I'm supposed to be doing. Like right. I was a dog. I was out there running the streets. You know right. what I'm saying? Right. Everything that was moving. So right. when you stop doing that and you start really committing to your wife and committing mm -hmm. to your kids, mm -hmm. there's nothing more fulfilling. Like mm -hmm. that's when you have a beautiful ego instead of a wounded ego. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I wonder what is that? What makes you get to the point where you say, "I'm going to commit to this woman"? Men, what's the answer to that one? Is, it, is that Feeling growth supported. though? Is that growth yeah. though? Like Feeling just support. like living life and like learning, like because I'm definitely not who I was in my twenties. Like you mm -hmm. know, I, I you couldn't pay me to go back there. Yeah, I know? hear you. And I, I think turned 45 in January the fourth. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, my birthday is January third. I know. Yay, my mom's January. I think 12th. it's growth, and I think it's uh just just realizing like yo, this is the closest person to you. This is the person that you go to sleep with. Right, at how night, did you right? get to that point? You thought you how might did you lose get it? to the point where I started this was, feeling when you knew this was the person. I started feeling like a sucker. I started feeling disloyal. Mm -hmm. I started feeling like a liar. You know what I mean? And like mm -hmm. that's not things that I can do. I can't live with those with kind that. of feelings. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? How how am I loyal to my homies? That yeah. I am my woman. Oh, you know right. what I mean? Like, yeah. that's just my best friend. Right. Yeah. How I'm more loyal than them and won't lie to them and keep it 100 with them, but doing that to her, like, man, that's not a good feeling for me. All right, we got more with the creators of Monogamy and Jill Marie Jones. So don't move. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. <laughs> morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We have Jill Marie Jones and the creators of Monogamy here. Is it also a feeling that I might lose what I have, too? Because I think sometimes guys get to the point where they're like, damn, she might really leave this time. Right. She's been well, how in the gym. She's been working out. She's plant-based. Right. right. <laughs> um, She's looking fine. <laughs> I had to, for me, how did I get to the point where Charlamagne's talking about yeah, right now? Yeah. Um, for me and you, it was about... It was about the support. It was about the support that I got from you. Mm. It was about that you felt me and mm. you were me and you were inside me and you were everything that oh, I... God damn it, let me write this down so, for the next time I get asked that question. Jesus. That was... <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> shit. Right. So that, that's what happened. I mean, you, me you... too. I kissed him on our first date. I just, I just went in, he was talking, and I just, I knew. Hitting you in lines like that, I can see why. You know what else for that me? She was my wife. Yeah. My father. Like, watching my father and my mother get a divorce mm -hmm. and how he got it. They got divorced because he was cheating. Yeah. And watching how that ruined Realized. my family, right. Right, right. I didn't want to do that to mm -hmm. my family. Right. You know what I mean? You think you do have to if your partner has some type of sexual, as you call it, deviancy. Right. Do you think you should make the effort to try even if you're it's not something you're you've ever really considered or been into if it doesn't work for I've you no if it i mean if i don't well, i mean it depends it depends I mean, on how long it's I've your been partner him. so i mean in some ways you got to support your partner right as long as it's not nothing harmful to you but maybe something you never envisioned yourself trying i mean i definitely think i suggest that you explore with your partner that's the point of marriage mm -hmm. like really mm -hmm. going to other dimensions, sexually. If you can. I don't right. think Maggie should explore that with Carson. <laughs> I mean, she could. But if, if, is Carson her husband? 
yeah. person yes. is and Maggie's he's, husband. He's yes, explore that. <laughs> Well, what is it? Tell them what it is. Charlemagne, you haven't seen the show. Yeah. Yeah. You're not going forward with your husband. Tell them what it is. Charlemagne, you haven't seen it. But he's still right, though. Whether he's still right. Tell him what it is. It's sadism. It's sadism. Sadism? Yeah. I'm stupid. What is that? Sadism is when you inflict, you get pleasure, you get pleasure from giving pain. Oh, masochism. pain. No, that's masochism. It's when you like pleasure from. Oh, receiving pain. Yeah. He likes to give it to her. Right. And to the point where it's... To, it's to the point dangerous. where my character... It's detrimental. Mm -hmm. It's dangerous. Got you, got you, got you, got you. All men are slight sadists, though, right? Probably. <laughs> you want to you 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 flinch a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want her to just be like, that's all you got? You know what I mean? <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well... But he, he takes it a little to the extreme. Like well, I said, my yeah. character can Say no longer have children. Uh, right, that right, word yeah. means extreme. Yeah. But the question Jill, is, why are you like, switching like these are real sex scenes you're doing? Like you over there, like. <laughs> no, I'm just saying. Like I was saying, like I don't think Maggie would like do that. She's, so, she's but, trying but, to beat Maggie know, right now. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Go, where would so, Maggie go with it? So if, if <laughs> Maggie likes a little choking, but she don't. No, want to, uh, Maggie doesn't know. A light choke. By the way, let's just say I'm just so happy with season two because I feel like Maggie finally has her voice. She has a lot of hurt on her on her name, right? Because she made sweet sweet love to her husband before the experiment, yeah. And then she caught a connection in the experiment, mm -hmm. and she's pregnant, and she doesn't know who the baby daddy is, right? That's Maggie, right? Okay. But uh, well, no condoms Ooh. in these connections. Not in that one. Well, we didn't Lord explain that. We haven't really explained that mm -hmm. yet. Right. I, I need to start watching monogamy, but even more, I think that y'all need to do a monogamy after show. Ah. With y'all mm -hmm. too. No, I'm serious. They do. They do. Oh, y'all do do an after show. We do a little bit. We do a little bit. No, y'all should do an after show and like open it up to other couples and relationships oh, and the cool. conversations okay, that this is starting. Not with my wife. wife. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. She have a lot to say. She may, I know. Yes, like, we don't do that. All right. Oh, yeah. Well, we yeah. enjoy this corner. This is the Capricorns. We're not married. We're right. <laughs> it's the married tribe over here. Having That's a great right. life. I like dating. I don't know if I feel like marriage is the be all end all, but mm -hmm. I could mm -hmm. be with somebody. Yeah. Forever it, and not happens, get married. It happens, right? right. I, I can say that there was definitely a transition from making love as you know, boyfriend, girlfriend to husband and wife. Yes, the indeed. Day yeah, it was after very different. Yes, moment, indeed. It was just, yeah. yeah Somebody was, told me when. <laughs> I'm gonna say because it was a famous, but they were like, "Don't get married; it'll ruin your whole relationship." Oh damn! Man, you need to stop talking to miserable well, people, it depends. boy. Well, I mean, Jesus you know, it Christ! Could if you let it. I mean, it really. Yeah, could. but it's also the most <laughs> life-affirming, life-giving. It's the thing, best if it's the right. right person. It's the right person, if but you also right have person. to look at, and I think a lot of relationships look at what they don't have anymore as opposed mm -hmm. to what they have now. Yeah, what they don't have anymore. And, and it's supposed to be yeah. what they don't have. Yeah, like relationships Explain, should free we, you up. They should they should free you. you it should mean? be a mirror for you to grow into your most expanded self. It shouldn't oh, be yes. constrictive. And yeah. if Ideally. you focus on what you're getting, but we yeah. do spend too much on what we on don't what get. Have I think I think we're saying the same thing that you just said. Like like I come with a lot. Yeah, in, 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 the, as you the, in, in the most beautiful oh, way. Right, right. So add to that. So yes. like, if he's worth it, right. I'm down for and it. And also, I also think you get miserable when people no. don't learn how to yeah, fight. You have to learn it how is... to fight well. Don't you think so in a marriage? Like you have to, or any relationship. Yeah, you, you know you're going to get into arguments. You well. have to be productive healthy. in that. Yeah, yeah. healthy. Yeah, mm -hmm. like. <clears throat> Sometimes, you know, um, our arguments had not been healthy. They right. weren't. Yeah, so we had to work. really work I, on that. I think but, you forget that that's your friend. Yes, you know what exactly. I mean. Yeah, yeah. And you think but, it's like, that you guys are on the same team. Yes, right. yes. So we are saying the same thing. If it's worth it, and I feel like I decide to do it, let's do it. Yeah. But if I decide not to, do I don't. Then that's okay too. Yeah, yeah. So you can time. be happy right. with, without the institution mm -hmm. of marriage. You know yeah. what I mean?
I think, you know, if you're happy within yourself. Monogamy Season 2 is out now? Yes. Oh, nice. okay. yes. You can uh, well, watch it on uh, UMC.TV, mm -hmm. download the app, or go through Amazon Prime. Right. Just so y'all know, you can get a free seven-day trial as yes. well. Yes, and that yeah, is so and, uh, true. <laughs> it'll bring up some great conversation between you and your boo. Yes. So. I love, like, watching it with friends of mine that are couples. A lot of debates will happen. Because I, I literally am watching it, I'm like this. <laughs> right, right, right. Because it sparks them. conversation. Yeah. Oh, That's yeah, why sure. y'all two need to host the after show. I agree. We're going to yes. do that. You right. and your wife are coming. From your words, from your <laughs> lips, man. It's, Cra it's Craig right. Ross Jr., Karen Ward Ross, and Jill Marie Jones. Yay! Monogamy! Thank y'all yes. for coming. It's the Thank Breakfast Club. You. Thank you for having us. Appreciate Thank you. you. I was born a donkey. It's the donkey of the day. That's pretty funny. Charlemagne the devil? The Breakfast Club. Yeah, donkey of the day. Goes to a New Jersey man named Richard Decker. Uh, let's call him Dick. You know Dick is short for Richard, so we'll call him Dick Decker. Now, we really need to see if Dick's origins start in Florida, because, man, on a scale of one to Florida, the level of stupidity in this man's story is absolutely Pahokee. I've never been to Pahokee in Florida, but it's ranked the worst place in Florida, so I'm just assuming it has to be pretty bad. And when I hear what Dick Decker was arrested for, I have to think to myself, WTF, what the Florida? All right, I'm sorry, Florida, but you all have reached a level of crazy that when we hear certain stories, we say to ourselves, oh, he must be from Florida. When I told the story to the room this morning, it was like, where that happened, Florida? No, Dick Decker is not from Florida. He's from New Jersey, but he's just pulled a Florida move. Now, unfortunately, there is no news report for this story yet, and I'm highly disappointed because I love when it's news reports about nut-ass news like this. See, according to the New Jersey Herald, Richard Dick Decker... 31 years old, wanted to have sex. And I guess there was some uh, fine things on a farm in Jersey that caught his eye. Oh, yes, parts of Jersey definitely have farmland. And Sussex County is one of those places. Uh, people work on these farms. They live on these farms. And Dick Decker was in the need of some sexual healing. So what Richard started doing, okay, what Dick started doing is sending messages to farms and horse stables in Sussex County asking if he could have sex. Now, I know y'all think that sounds creepy, and you should because it is. A random person calling you just asking for sex. But look, it gets worse. Because, see, the people Dick Decker was calling were animal caregivers. And when he was asking to have sex, he wasn't asking to have sex with the animal caregivers. He was asking if he could have sex with their horses and cows. What? I can't make this kind of stuff up. I'm reading this in the New York Post right now. Uh, Dick Decker, 31 years old, began sending the messages to Sussex County Farms and Horse Stables in 2018, asking the animal caregivers if he could have sex with their cows and horses. Uh, question, do you think Dick Decker is a vegan? Okay, I'm thinking of Sexy Vegan from last week. Uh, he was a vegan who was sleeping with his dog, but people don't eat dogs in America, so that don't count. But if you're a vegan having sex with cows and horses, something's not adding up, all right? Now, Dick Decker didn't take the rejection kindly. Uh, he called these animal caregivers and asked for consent to sleep with their cows and horses. He was rejected by the farmers, so what did Dick Decker do? Dick Decker sent threats back and placed homemade metal spikes on their driveways to damage their cars. In one case, he threatened to beat a farmer's wife with a wooden stick when denied permission to fornicate with their horses and cows. And several of the property owners reported their tires had been damaged by spikes. Uh, and when he was arrested and police searched his home, they found a homemade 22 caliber gun, arrows with explosives attached, 
metal spikes similar to those used at the farms and posters of the Chick-fil-A cow. I'm not making this stuff up, people. You know what? It's time to play a game of Guess What Race It Is! Mm. Mm. Now, mm -hmm. Richard Dick Decker, mm -hmm. 31 years old, Sussex County, New Jersey, called farms and asked the animal caregivers if he could have sex with their cows and horses, and when he was rejected, resorted to violence. Guess what race it is, Angela Yee? I will definitely, without a hesitation, say he is Old Town Road white. No shade. Oh, actually, Old Town Road would be black, though, right? Well, yeah. not the remix. No. Yeah, so, yeah you got to say the remix. Uh, DJ Envy. Mm. Richard Dick Decker, 31 years old, mm. Sussex County, New Jersey, mm. called farms and asked the animal caregivers if he could have sex with their cows and horses. Mm. When he was rejected, he resorted to violence. Guess what race it is! This one's a tough one. Okay. <laughs> this one's a tough one. I think you're trying to throw me off. Mm. Come on. I gotta Come go on, away. Man. I gotta go away. I gotta go away. You know, uh, you know I'm gonna ask Steven. Steven's the white man in the room. Steven. Oh, he knows. Richard Dick Decker, 31 years old, Sussex Think County, about New Steven Jersey. And his dog. Called farms and asked the animal caregivers if he could have sex with their <laughs> cows and horses. When he was denied, he resorted to violence. Guess what? Race it is, Steven the White Demon! He was white, but uh, we don't claim him. We gave him up in the racial draft of 2009. Okay. <laughs> All right. Damn, why are you playing the mic that much? Jesus Christ. Uh, I would like Steven the White Demon, DJ Envy, and Angela Yee to know that they're all correct. Yes. Richard Dick Decker is Caucasian. Let me tell you something. The male ego is fragile as is, but the white male ego, oof. The white male ego is fragile as eggs. Mm -mm. That's probably why eggs are white, because white men have sex with chickens, all right? And then they have the white eggs, all right? The entitlement and the privilege that comes with being a white male. When you don't get your way, even if it's because someone told you no, dick, you can't put your Richard in my horses and cows. The level of entitlement one must have to think that they are wrong for this. And for you to resort to violence, this story really made me think of Vanilla Isis. You know who Vanilla Isis is? Those white male domestic terrorists who shoot things up because they haven't dealt with their trauma properly, so they just redistribute that pain to other people. But don't raise your hand, Stephen. You're scaring me. All right? The rejection, <laughs> the rejection that white men feel from not getting laid usually results in violence. Stephen, put you, don't raise your hand. You raise your hand twice. Okay? This is yet another reason why Stephen, the white demon, our cameraman, scares the hell out of me. All right? Please let Kathy Griffin give Richard Dick Decker the biggest hee-haw. Please give this giant jar of mail the biggest hee-haw. Dick Decker. Hello, my name is Dick, and I would like to have sexual relations with your horse and your cow. Are they available around 7.30 tonight? You did that too well. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely sound like our camera guy has done that before. But anyway... Thank you for that dog here today. <laughs> Moving on. Imagine this guy, Dick Decker, in his room with a big bottle of Jergens, Chick-fil-A posters on the wall, beating <laughs> off to the Chick-fil-A cow. Can you imagine? What is wrong with the world? What is wrong with you for thinking of that, man? Watching the old reruns of Mr. Ed just whacking. <laughs> Watching the Kentucky Derby just going at it. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my goodness. All right. Keep it locked. We have more coming up next. It's The Breakfast Club. The Breakfast Club. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We got some special guests in the building. Carly Red and Chad Braverman. Welcome, guys. Hey. I'm just trying to figure out what these bondage cuffs is crazy. 
Because they plastic. You can pop these easy. They rubber. Yeah. Silicone, actually. Silicone. All yeah. right. So you can't that's like them. for people getting into it because you can get them off on your own. So oh, you don't gotcha. have to get yeah, scared. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get it. We play with a lot of lip service, uh, a lot of toys from Doc Johnson on lip service. Just FYI, a lot of people walked away from that show happy. For sure, for sure. Young and May, young and May got herself some new toys. Oh, she really? was up there as well, yes. Oh, <laughs> what you what's wrong with you, yo? <laughs> what, what is wrong with you? I'm seeing how uh, did you the bond yourself? comes off. There's no keys. <laughs> He's testing out the product. Yeah, he looks like a fool. Because the handcuffs will scare you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because you got to really trust the person when right. they put you in handcuffs. With these, you can slide off. That's yeah. what these are for. So mm -hmm. you can, like, slide them off, get them off easy if you need to, so you're Absolutely. not relying on someone else. I think you should, probably shouldn't be sleeping with someone you don't trust. I know. What like, the hell is to, all these toys? To Let's handcuffs. get like, we play with no way to end to up put you in handcuffs. Some well, people do it every day, right? Yeah, you're right. <laughs> so, Carly Red, why you got all these toys with you today? What's going on? Well, as you guys know, I did a deal with John Johnson, and I'm happy. And so, what does that go? Charlamagne looks confused. Yes, Carly, what is it? Trist. 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 Oh my God. <laughs> what is this? It's pleasurable for a guy and a woman. The Two things right here mm -hmm. stimulates the clitoris, and this right here you can put the penis through right there. So, or you can just have the girl use it. It's mm -hmm. different. Oh, it's you can like, have any kind of trick you. you want. Yeah, <laughs> but it, it, the stimulation is through every. Now so you have your own toys. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So explain what the Carly Red line is from Doc well, Johnson. I don't know if you know, but I got the mold done. Yeah, I got the mold done. So of your vagina. Of my vagina and my ass. Mm -hmm. Your vagina and your ass is in this bag? Is this your vagina? No. <laughs> <laughs> I, I knew you was going to say that. I don't know. What was so no. is, it, is it weird to you that people are having sex with you? Well, actually, they're not having sex with my insides, but yeah, it's, <laughs> it's imaginable. But it's ex chat. It's just very, very similar. It's almost just like me, yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, yeah, it's part of the fantasy, you right. know? So I mean, like, I think that, like, what she did is cool because she, like, definitely one of the most mainstream people to ever do a product like this. Mm -hmm. So I mean, you know, it's, we talked about it. Yes. Like, it's, uh, it's part of the fantasy that someone can, like, bring home. So if they see Carly Red, they know Carly Red, but now this is, like, just an extra. An extra part of it. How did you? How did it feel to you, Carly? Like, uh, did you uh, test yourself and then test the product to make sure it felt similar? <laughs> no, I literally, <laughs> I literally got the mold done. I haven't tested it, the inside of it yet, but um, it should be out what in the next, like the next couple months. Next couple months. Call me stupid. I uh, a mold of a vagina. So I went to the Doc Johnson offices and basically they put a mold on me, like um, like clay kind of sort of. Yeah, it's kind of like almost like a wet silly putty. They put mm -hmm. it in Just a vagina. No, no, it doesn't go inside. It just goes outside. Because that's the beauty like of the vagina. I don't know if y'all know, but the beauty of the vagina is, is the inside. The inside. <laughs> They're still an inside. That's true. Actually, I, some people would disagree. The, the beauty and, and the uniqueness is sometimes on the outside as well. Mm -hmm. I mean, actually, we make the inside, I think, even better because we right. can texturize it and we can do a whole bunch of different so stuff not, on the inside. So it's not the inside of her vagina that you no. need. Okay. No, it's the outside. It's the look, you oh. know, of the vagina that is that is perfectly casted off of Carly, but the inside is like textured and different things that we do gotcha. like that one you're holding right there has a certain texture on the inside that's going to be different from like Carly's or some of the other ones that we do. Whose vagina is this based off of? That's <laughs> that's actually uh not a vagina, that's just uh, a hole basically. <laughs> some of that when you was a kid, Sometimes you some just of need them a aren't hole. vagina shaped per gotcha. se for certain customers that just kind of want to use the product for other purposes but mm -hmm. not necessarily to like stimulate sex with a vagina. Gotcha. Well, do all vaginas feel different to you? Like, just say uh, you had your eyes closed. Could you tell, you know, your wife's vagina as opposed to somebody else's? Do, are all vaginas different? That feelings? is such a good question. We should ask the men that. Contra 
contractually obligated to say yes to that, I think, especially <laughs> on my wife's <laughs> vagina. But I mean, no, I mean, there's definitely different feels, you know, mm-hmm. and there's definitely different looks, so. Yeah, I mean, I feel like, you know, tight vaginas, mm-hmm. you know, then you got a loose vagina. Dry vagina. Dry, dry vagina. Think, oh, wet vagina. I think when you're emotionally connected to a person and spiritually connected to a person, spiritually connected to a person, it makes the vagina that much better. Because mm-hmm. I don't even honestly remember any other woman I've had sex with or how it felt. And I'm just being, I'm being honest. Like, nope. it just was sex. With my wife, you know that feeling. I don't remember anything with other mm-hmm. women. Good answer. That's Carly, what, answer. Kind of to- <laughs> what kind of toys great do you answer. use? I use, um... If you had to recommend something for all the women listening. Okay, so... What do you just do right Shaking the bag up. <laughs> so you I was like, is he just joking? <laughs> I love like, the deep... Okay. You know. <laughs> yeah, let me, this, so what this does, is so what does that in. what does that do? It numbs your throat? <laughs> yeah. I missed. <laughs> Hit the room. It, it, it acts like a numbing and it um, you know, it's great for the gag reflex. Mm-hmm. So it just, you know, you can take it all the way down. Okay. And then I love the tris. Oh. Okay. So this is b- basically a bag that you kind of put together of things that are your favorite toys from Doc Johnson. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. And what Chad put together. So, is wait, it. what is this though? Why well, do y'all have the two sided d- by looking at it? Why is and it this is my Joker? favorite too. <laughs> what is the two sided d- on the bag? What, what's this? That's the main squeeze, I think, right? Yeah, yes. that's Oh, you yourself off with this? Yeah. Yes. Oh. Or have someone help you with it. Right. You know, you can use it with a partner as well. Yeah, Why you and Charlamagne can test that later. Because uh, of the texture in it. And also you can, uh, that has like a pressure gauge on it. So you can kind of like squeeze it when you're using it as well. Mm-hmm. So. And it's blue so you can pretend you're getting off by an avatar. <laughs> an avatar. Facts. <laughs> Facts. <laughs> That's future. Okay. Right so there. <laughs> can people pre-order uh, Carly Red's mold? Yeah, you can go on to docjohnson.com and you can uh, go on to Carly's product and you can and you can put your name. Y'all down. playing though? How are they seasoned? This is lit. I was thinking, <laughs> I like sex toys. I don't know about Whoa, y'all. <laughs> I enjoy them. <laughs> Me and my wife definitely use bling. sex toys. <laughs> what do you what do you what do you use? I'm. Um, Me, I yeah. use just a vibrator and I like the uh, the ring. <laughs> you use a vibrator. Or the what? ring is dope. I uh-huh. use it. Be careful, you don't what want anybody to hack into it. I love you. You don't use vibrator. You don't use it on your wife. What kind of, who else would I be using? I don't know, man. You said you like them. I don't know. <laughs> you gotta stop with this, man. Uh, you know, but women do tend to use sex toys more than men. Yeah. I would say men get intimidated sometimes by sex toys, and we've discussed that, too, in the yeah. bedroom. Sometimes guys are a little like, oh, what you need a toy for when I'm here? But I'll say, Charlamagne's using the perfect products. Like, if mm-hmm. a guy were to ask me, I would say, use a vibrator, something smaller, something that you can bring into bed and not be intimidated by. And then the, the ring, I think you're, you're talking about like a, a C ring, right? A yes, the one, yeah, you, yeah, so like you, put, no, the one you put on the clitoris. Yeah, but it goes on on you, right? No, you the one you it? sit on her clitoris. What ring goes on the clitoris? What ring do you put? You it? This one you just sit there. You just let it sit there. You mean the bullet? Like you talking about a bullet? He's talking about oh, a bullet. you might be talking about like a Wevibe or something like that. It's kind of like a little clip. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah so yeah, that's yeah. a different product, but like a C ring is something that I would tell someone to definitely use as well, because like mm-hmm. a guy can wear it. It's not intimidating. It, it delivers pressure. It delivers pleasure to the guy, but you know, definitely to the girl as well. Mm-hmm. So like, this? things like that, uh, I yeah, feel Yeah, I saw like. something in here. Yeah, this is that. This, oh, this, boom. Yeah, this, this is a liquid vibrator. It's, um, you just put it on and it buzzes. So without even, it's like a cream, but without even using a vibrator. Really? Mm-hmm. So, so it's it, a cream, you put it on the clitoris? Yes. If you put wow. some on your lips, 
you will feel it. Like, it will start to vibrate your lips. It'll plump up your lips. <laughs> it won't plump them up. Come on, baby. No, no, no. Come on, man. You no, do it. Just ready. put a little bit on. Don't worry too much. I did just a little. Yeah, no, okay. it's good. Try it. It'll vibrate your lips. It'll start to vibrate your lips. <laughs> <laughs> I don't feel anything yet. You'll feel put it. More. Put more on. My, my lip gonna start shaking. Don't put, uh, not, <laughs> yeah, don't do too much. It won't shake, but you'll definitely start to feel like the tingling sensation. All right, we have more with Carly Ray when we come back. Don't move. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We have Carly Red and Chad Braverman here. Now, Carly, we can't not we can't have you up here and not ask you about love and hip hop mm-hmm. and what's happening. You still so, love hip hop? Yeah. I thought you gave that up. I thought you was done with it. No, I'm, I'm still on there. I'm still on Saints and Sinners. We're in our, what, fourth season on Saints and Sinners. Mm-hmm. And still on Love and Hip Hop nine years. Damn. Nine years. It's been that long? Nine years. Shit. Now, okay. let's talk about this because, you know, last time you were engaged and then that didn't happen. So what's your relationship status now? <laughs> I'm by myself. Okay. I'm yeah, having a relationship yeah. with my toys. Exactly. How can you be in a relationship <laughs> with all this shit you got in this bag? He, um, he accused you of cheating, though. No. He never accused me of cheating. Who's I he? found him cheating. Okay, because he was saying usually it's the person that accuses you is the person that's doing it. I then... found him cheating. Um, I Actually, uh, the girl sent me a DM of her in my bedroom. Damn. That's disrespectful. Mm-hmm. She ain't use your toys, though, right? <laughs> no. That's crazy, though. Man really has no reason to cheat on you because you can take your vagina anywhere he wants to. Exactly. Yeah. No, but that's the ultimate because you can't deny that. No. Like, she sent me a picture of man her in my bed naked. Wow, that is so disrespectful. Mm -hmm. So what was your reaction when that happened? What did you do immediately? Uh, You'll see the rest of it. You know, I can't really get into it. it Okay, I didn't know if this was going to play out on the show or this is, because this is real life, right? That, that, That happened in real life. So what about his claims about Moneybag Yo and people were trying to say that you were dating him? Hell no. I don't even, no. Moneybagger was on face, um, was on live. And you were? And I clicked in like, mm-hmm. hey, bro, whatever, whatever. And, and it was, that's it. Right. Never seen him a day in my life. Never talked to him a day in my life. Nothing. Mm-hmm. All right. So let me ask you this. So rules of being in a relationship, right? Would you do that? Like, say you're in a relationship, you're engaged. Do you think that maybe I'm not going to click in on certain people's lives because... We're already over with. Mm-hmm. Okay. But, so that was done already. Yeah. But he was trying to fix it at the time. Mm-hmm. He was trying to fix it. Though. But you can't fix being in your bed. Yeah, that's unfixed. You can't fix that. That's like giving a girl an STD and getting another woman pregnant. Like, <laughs> so that's bad. What you can't. supposed to do is throw out the whole bed and move out <laughs> like this. You threw out the whole bed, right? I, I never, I never been back to our house. Mm. And we got the house together. Wow. Now, here's something we discussed with Shantae Wayans, and I'm hoping you can um, help me with this, Chad. She was saying that she uses um, dildos, and she's like, you know, when I have sex with a different person, am I supposed to use a new dildo, or do I just rinse that one off? and use it on the next person. What's the etiquette there? I mean, I think I would say use a new one. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think, honestly, it depends on what the material the product is. Because, like, for instance, if you're buying something that's made out of silicone, it's not a porous material, so you can clean it completely. You can Mm -hmm. disinfect it. You can, it's, like, brand new every time you do clean it. So... Mm -hmm. For me, I would use a new, new ones. That's expensive. I feel like That's it's expensive. New... Yeah. Of course you would say that. I don't know. You're asking the owner of a company that makes sex toys. So, I mean, I want you to buy new ones every time. But uh, sanitarily, but... you can if it's... Yeah. Why the name have... Doc Johnson? Um, company started in 1976. Uh, Johnson at the time it's like was the second most popular surname. Right. Uh, You're Johnson. Oh, yeah, but it, it really wasn't... I mean, I don't know 
my dad who started the company says that's not the case. Right. It was just Johnson was a really popular name. And then Doc, these used to be called marital aids back in the day. So it's I mean, a family business. Oh, yeah. Wow. So where yeah. can people so order offices? Carly's Vagina, if they want Carly's Vagina and, and uh, other sex toys. They can toys pre-order, get your name on yeah, the list. Yeah, you can go on docjohnson.com. Um, and uh, go right, you know, search like Carly Red and uh, get right to the product. And, and is then, it true Carly got 300 grand for her vagina? Mm-hmm. Now, sex toys, you know? sex toys is, is, is big, I, I see now, right? The is holidays are coming up. like you don't know, Mr. Nine and a Half Inch Dildo. I just got to, I got to. Mr. Uh, Vicious. And I'm talking about like um, actual sex dolls. Yeah. Right, is that big now and is that expensive? It's a, they're expensive. It's yes. a pretty big business. I mean, we don't do it, actually. We do more of like the strokers and the things that we have here, but, um, it's getting more and more popular, mm-hmm. just, and they're be, they're coming down in price. Like before, they used to be like five grand, right, for like a doll. Now you can get one for like maybe a thousand bucks or something. I so. always when you when you off in the doll, what, what, you, where's it go? You got to clean it up. Is there like a little pouch? No, you got to buy a new doll. There's an exit route. All right, there's it's probably something route. you could pull out of it. I would think and clean and then put it back in. I don't know. That would make sense. There's basically just like an exit route. So like you can just kind of clean it through there. I mean, I don't know. To be honest with you, I've never used a doll and I've never, we don't make them. (laughs) With the strokers, I can tell you you can literally flip the thing inside out. And clean it. And clean it properly. Is this a stroker? Yeah, that's a stroker. Okay. Mm -hmm. Well, thank you guys for joining us. Thank you for having us. Give me the website one more time. DocJohnson.com. How much did y'all pay Safari? <laughs> oh, that's a rumor. Yeah, I thought I was gonna get out of here without that. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's an undisclosed amount, I mm-hmm. guess, at this point. I mean, I don't know. I can't talk about different contracts. Is it out? Uh, no, but it's it'll be out like within you sound a week. Curious. You looking like, away? <laughs> nah, I'm just asking because I was thinking like, right, you could have a line called vicious because when you got caught with the guy or whatever, and they said it was a nine and a half inch dildo, <laughs> you replied back vicious. So I just think that'd be a dope brand for Envy to have. I like you know that what? name. I'll vicious, be honest. Vicious. Yes. That would be good. Yes. I like that name. It could be like an ambiguous And you use your first name, Vicious by Rashawn. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> These guys are lying. Oh, you know what? Vicious Envy sounds good. That's classy. That's hard. Yes. That's classy. <laughs> Would you ever mold yourself? No. You should. No. You know what no. you should get now? Jason Derulo's hot right now. Yeah? I don't know if you saw that. He's um, on Cats, right? I bought her yeah. out right here. Yeah. They actually have to see You wouldn't mold out. yourself? Mold myself? 300 grand Carly got. Undisclosed amount for Safari. You a money guy. Right. Right. But I my think Epic could get a good $10,000. Right? <laughs> and the mold belongs to the wife, pays too. for the rest of the kid's college. You fool around and get $800,000, $900,000. You think he's worth more than Carly? Get out of here. Let me ask you a question. Would you mold yourself? I don't have that kind of penis. Right. No, I'm not talking about your butt. Because there's a lot. <laughs> no. Oh. Wait, wait, wait. What kind of penis do you need? I don't have like a big penis. I don't have a penis I don't think nobody would want to buy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So maybe he could do like a, a bullet. Have to be big. Have really? you ever molded somebody's we backside? We sell way more. A pocket more, rocket. He could do the pocket rocket. We sell way more six-inch dildos than we do 10-inch. I'm seven inches, three-fourth, eight when it's warm. There Sounds like a pocket rocket. Like two, have you ever molded somebody's rear end? Yeah. yeah. Oh, Carly's yeah. very end is molded. We, we molded Carly's. Yeah. We but, just talked I mean, about we've it. Molded, we've probably molded over a thousand on, performers in the industry over I'll, like if, the if last If I was to get years. a mold, how long would it take to get back? Because I got to get Envy a birthday present. What? No. So how long? When's how the long? birthday? Oh, a Christmas present. Will uh, we, back, will we back by Christmas? No. You no, got to come out to LA for it, number one. 
If I can get it back before Christmas <laughs> in <laughs> order to give Envy a birthday present, I will get my ass out of the real material. Like you want a working model? He is joking. I am not joking. His rear end. I'm giving you the resources. I see a brown skin ass with a hole. I'm going to human resources. You put it on the table. And so you know what? You can call his would be like a gaping hole. Yeah. Probably, yeah. That's you, fine. We can do that. I think that'd be a before. great gift. Yeah. <laughs> We appreciate you guys enjoying this. <laughs> you know, I'm not going to have no ass coming to me, man. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> All right. It's Carly Red, Chad Brady. Chad, we're going to talk, Chad. Oh, my. It's the best. I know I'm getting up. you for Christmas. But you better not. It's I'm, breakfast I'm open for business. That's so I will That's be, too. That's what he said. I'm going to get my mold, goddamn. All right. This is too. Wide open. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, if you just join us, we're asking, have you ever caught your parents having sex at, or have your kids ever caught you having sex? Now, this topic comes from Shout to the Bully and the Beast podcast, L'Oreal and Wax. Let's play the audio. Have you ever been caught by... Uh... Oh, plenty, plenty. I got caught plenty. I got caught by moms, grandmoms, brothers. So, <laughs> I was with my friend... Okay. It was 3 o'clock in the morning, let me just say, and I was in a room with a door that was unlocked. My son comes in because I guess he heard some noise. All I hear is, Mommy, that is very inappropriate. I am calling my mom. Good. What did your friend say? He was like, he was like, you should have yelled at him so he could think something's wrong. I'm like, I was in shock. So we're asking 800-585-1051. My kids have never walked in and caught us, but my daughter has texted uh, us and said, guys, I'm still up. Guys. I'm so you checked up. your text during sex? No, this was after. When we checked in, uh, you could see the text. It was like, guys, I'm still up. The next morning, she asked mommy, mommy, what was you doing to daddy last night? He was making so much noise. Shut up. <laughs> it sounded like he was in Shut pain. Shut up. <laughs> Gee, have you ever caught your parents having sex? Uh, I think so. I never walked in on them, but I've heard them. And it's because I was uh, sneaking downstairs in the house. My, my room was all the way on the third floor, so I was creeping downstairs past their room. The door was closed, and I heard some conversation it didn't sound like it was fun, though. What conversation did you hear? I don't know. It sounded like they were having sex, but you know how, like, you're tired and you don't really feel like it? <laughs> That's what it sounded like. Okay. What about you, Charlemagne? No. I've, uh, I th- I, I, I don't remember. I mean, I might have caught my parents having sex one time, but it wasn't like a caught thing. It's like, you know, you, 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 you used to have a ranch-style house in uh, Monk's Corner, and, you, you know, you walk in the door, and you peek in, and you see them under the covers, and you just back away because, you know, you know, you're seeing something you ain't got no business seeing. But my kids have never caught me simply because I'm not poor and I got locks on my door. Apologies to all those who can't afford locks. Get your money up, King. All right? Your kids would have never caught you if you wasn't a poor-ass nigga who, who could afford locks. I'm, I'm sure right? there's some people out there that could afford locks that have locks on their doors. Anyway. Well, then lock the goddamn door, then. It's just that simple. Let's go to the phone lines. Hello, who's this? Hey, it's DJ from uh, Houston. I'm from Cali, but I live in Houston. What's up, brother? What's going on with you? What's going on, man? Yeah, I caught my parents having sex. Well, it wasn't my parents. It was like my mom's and her boyfriend. Damn. I was like 19. I ain't really like the dude, but I'm like, I knocked on the door like, hey, man, what, like, is it cool? <laughs> like, mom, I got to ask you a question. She's like, hold on. I'm like, I, so I just hold walked up. away. <laughs> wow. So a dude you didn't like was knocking down your mom's, and you, that, you, that, you had that image in your, your head forever. Was he putting it down? Yeah, bro. I still got it. I don't know. Like, it sounds like, like it, see, Charlamagne, you always got to ask that, man. <laughs> what you mean? I asked you a question. I asked you, was he putting that down? Listen, mommy got to have a life too, bro. It's, I, I feel you on that. It sounded like, it sounded like he was, but 
He, he she was making noise. She was moaning. Yeah, bro. Damn. Like, wow. I, knew, I, I had to knock on the door to kind of break it up real quick. <laughs> I'm, I don't know if you rap, bro, but that'd be a great rap song. Mommy moaning and just the perspective of a, a parent, a, a cat kid catching their parent having sex. I'm serious. Hello, who's this? Good morning. This is Ricardo Hanley Jr. from Yonkers. Ricardo Haley Jr. Man, you ever walked in on your parents having sex? Tell us about Ricardo Haley Sr. putting it down. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> nah, I ain't never seen Pops or Mom get it in, but I got a one-year-old. I was giving my shorty some back shots. He walked in with the stun face. I'm talking about he looked shocked like I was hurting her or something. I mean, he probably you know, thought you were hurting hopefully her. Hopefully you were hurting screaming? her, you know, some, some, some nice, I mean, pleasurable yeah, pain. You know, I, I, I was putting that pain in, but I'm saying at the same time, you know, like, come on, man, this is love. This is love. Did, you, is love. did you stop? Did, did you, you stop, stop? though? Yeah, nah, I pulled out real quick, snatched him up, took him to the crib. You know, I I, I couldn't even bust that. Yeah, and you got to tell you gotta oh, tell him, like, look, gracious. man, you keep interrupting me. You're never going to have a sibling, my G. <laughs> That's a fact, yo. <laughs> my G. You siblings, too, because I need a babysitter, man. Oh, my good eye, brother. Hello, who's this? Okay. Nisha. Hey, Nisha. You Hi. caught your parents having sex or your kids caught you? I caught my parents. So what happened? You sound mad, too. Right? And my mom was on her knees, and then she looked me in my eye. Wait, wait, wait. And you was I, under the bed? Yeah. Why what was you, you under the under bed? Because my, my mom, I want to know what they was doing in their to hear my mom say, oh, daddy, oh, daddy. I'm like, but I call him daddy. And I, I see why she was saying, oh, my daddy. Yo, you sound oh wild God. ancestral right now. So wait, wait. And you wanted to see that because you actually hid under the bed. And what if that man would have pulled? What if that man would have pulled out and let that let that stuff f f fall towards the oh carpet? My and, you just, oh my you, and you just happened to be looking up at them. So hold on, Charlamagne. Let me let me let you know something. First of all, when, and you playing Nintendo, and you hear these we in a, we in an apartment building. Our walls is really thin. You hear these stupid noises. You want to be like, wait, hold on. What's going on here? No, you mind so your business. That's that goddamn boogeyman your parents keep telling you about. And that well, little poor. My daddy said there's no such thing as the boogeyman. Hello. Well, well, you saw the boogeyman that night. He was boogieing all over your I mama, was wasn't he? I was traumatized. I was so traumatized. Like, oh my god. Like, oh my god. And that was your daddy. That was your. That's father. what your mama was saying too. <laughs> when your dad. Was like, oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> Why are y'all so crazy? Y'all are crazy. Thank why y'all so crazy? What's the moral of the story, Why are y'all listening so crazy? Why and then they so wonder crazy? why I'm crazy. What's the moral it's of the story? It's y'all fault. There's no moral of the story. These are the stories. <laughs> lock, the, yeah, lock the goddamn door, you poor ass. Locks ain't that expensive, bro. That's all right? They no, they're they not, man. man. Lock the goddamn door. Buy some locks for your door and lock the door before you do it. It's just that simple. Or put the chair up behind the door or something. All lock right. it and put a chair behind the door? I've done that before. <laughs> just put the chair just so it makes noise so you know what's going on so they can't sneak up on you. Yeah, that's when you was pole, huh? <laughs> <laughs> that's when you was a pole. All right, we got more coming up next. We're The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Now uh, it's time for that positive note. Spread some positivity, please. Listen, man. The positive note is accept responsibility for your actions. Be accountable for your results. Take ownership of your mistakes. Breakfast Club, bitches!